Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to season 10, episode 8 of the Pet Photographers Club podcast. You are here with co-host Kirsty McConnell. And today we have an interview for any of you who perhaps you've been digital digital only, an all-inclusive photographer uh, for a little while now, or perhaps you're just starting out. Perhaps you have been um, selling product for a little while, but you're looking at how you can introduce something else or reconsidering what products you're offering or what suppliers you work with. Our interview today is going to help all of you with that because it is the owners of Australia's oldest lab who are joining us today or joining me today for this um, episode of the podcast. So tune in to hear all about that. It is Paul and Kate Atkins of Atkins Pro Lab in Adelaide, Australia. But before we jump straight into that interview, I do want to share two things with you. Number one, the Hair of the Dog Summit is back this year. It's coming up in early November. Both Caitlin and I are speakers of the event. Uh, If you want to come along, it's for three days. It's hosted by Nicole of Hair of the Dog. It's a fundraiser for her new conservation fund. It's just $10 to snag a ticket. And um, then there are a couple of extras if you want to upgrade your ticket, etc. I'm gonna pop the link in the show notes for that. It is our affiliate link. So you can go ahead and use that and that supports Caitlin and I as being speakers and of course allows us to keep doing things like this podcast. The next thing I wanted to tell you is, especially for those of you that are in England or anywhere in the UK and willing to come to London, I am going to be in London on Sunday, the 21st of November. We're going to be having a very casual photographer's meetup, just a drink or a coffee or something or rather on the Sunday afternoon. And I would love to meet like as many of you who can make it. So if you're interested, there'll be a link in the show notes for this as well. Or you can reach out to me directly through Instagram or send us an email uh, to the pet photographers club at gmail.com. And I'll let you know all the details, but I'll put a link directly in the show note. I think that's the easiest way. Anyway, that's all I had to tell you about today. Let's just jump straight into this interview. Okay, we are here with um, Kate and Paul from Atkins. Thank you for joining me. Can you guys... Uh, Thank you for having us. <laughs> can you guys start off um, before we jump into these 10 quick questions with giving us a very quick introduction into who you are, where you're based and, um, and why you're here today? So um, I'm going to start because... Yeah. because um, I'm Paul Atkins. Um, Kate and I are married. We run a lab in Adelaide, South Australia. We're a lab that mostly looks after professional photographers. It's my grandfather's business. We're about 85 years old now. And we just make stuff for people that love their pictures. That's what our job is. Awesome. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So let's jump straight into these questions because I think that's going to answer lots of the questions that um, the, the listener will have. So number one, 
What requirements are there for a photographer to work with Atkins? Do they need to be a professional? Tell us about it. Well, I think the website's like the website is kind of the thing that we're really looking for. If people are just showing stuff on Facebook yeah. and that, we, we would say, hey, show us your website. We'll come yeah. back when you've got a website going. There needs to be a way that people can contact them and book them as a photographer, like as a as a client. Frankly, the bare minimum is you've got to be showing that you're reselling your work and, yeah. and that's the deal. Perfect. All right, great. Question number two leads on from that. Do you offer a consumer arm? Um, so do you... Do you also offer product for, for the general public? So we offer a very, very limited number of products for the consumer, basically a frame with a mat, a frame without a mat, and some loose prints is pretty much all they can get. Oh, and you can get... Canvas? Um, oh, yeah, you can get canvas, but everyone get, people can get canvas fucking everywhere. Oh, I'm not allowed to swear, am I? You can on this. Okay. Beep. <laughs> um, people can, <laughs> stop it. So people can get um, very limited range, but um, it's heavily marked up because as you guys know, the general public, super annoying to deal with. So we, we mark them up. Um, Work the, if you want to say our contact with the general public is generally through servicing web galleries like PickTime, yeah. Pixie Set, Shoot proof, Insta proofs. But that's going through. That's merchant. going through the photographer. They're not going to. Yeah, us. Yeah, they don't even but, know about us. Yeah, but we're working with we're shipping directly to the general yes. public in that way. We drop ship to the. We drop ship from a professional. It's all white label. They have no idea who we are. It's just coming from a lab. Great. That was actually my kind of part B of this question was actually going to be photographers who are currently only selling digitals, for example. How can they recommend their clients? to go to somebody like you without losing yes without okay. losing out well, this is the way like, first off that's our number one concern with our retail space yeah. is is bastardizing the pros and their opportunities yeah so your clients we are not in competition with you mm -hmm. Harvey Norman is in, in competition with you and Kmart is in competition we're not the problem, right? Your clients can get their stuff printed if you give them the files and you give them no reason to print with you. They will go and get their stuff printed anywhere and everywhere. So in your business model, you need to think about like X number of dollars spent prior to getting the files or you get the files only of the print of the, of the um, images. images that you print from yeah. first. Yeah, or yeah. that, you know, there's a whole host of ways of, of managing the clients, getting the files, pissing off and, 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 um, and getting them getting some elsewhere. Prints, yeah. Plus, if you do, as Paul's just a second ago, use someone like PickTime, Shootproof, um, Pixie Set, um, those sorts of companies. Instaproofs. Um, Instaproofs. They, well, they work with us so that you can very easily put on there your own markup and you give the clients the 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 the, the link to it, and they can place the order. You don't have to fart around with the files or anything. They, they get all uploaded and then automatically sent through to us, and we ship it to your client directly. Um, but I think it's a misnomer to think that if your lab is offering prints to the public, that that is threatening your business because there are a thousand ways your clients can get prints done outside of getting them through you. What I will say is that we make a very concerted effort to make products that are unique to us specifically. 
Anyone can get a canvas anywhere. Anyone can get a loose print anywhere. Anyone can get a frame with a mat anywhere. None of those are interesting. We try to build products that are interesting and unique that you can't get anywhere else. Um, and that we think is, is important for a photographer to offer products that people are not used to seeing out at Kmart or big box stores across the world. And those products that you're talking about, those interesting ones, you're not offering those direct to the consumer. They have Ooh. to through their photographer, don't they? Correct. So they can't get albums. They can't get any of our leather products. They can't get any of our handmade paper prints or torn edge pr framed prints or loose prints and none of that. They can get, and they can basically what they can get at, at Kmart, they can get through us and that's but it. Better, but a better quality. Now I noticed I noticed one of the one of the questions you put to us. So we're going to segue to the next question. Hey, you're not is what's a segue. what's a very popular product? What's no, you've got to wait for her to ask that. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. The interesting thing is, and this is the thing that makes me suffer my jocks, <laughs> is that's not a term. Our Anna, our Anna frame is one of our most popular. Is, you guys are in Adelaide, Australia, but you yes. do service uh, clients worldwide. Is that true? Yes. Yes. For professionals. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So I should have made sure of that at the beginning. Alrighty. So now you've um, mentioned that you work with professionals. So for question three, um, the photographers that aren't offering product yet, often mm -hmm. it's because they're really not sure where to start. And when we say that, we mean like um, things that you and I uh, take as kind of it's just ingrained in us. We know how to do it, you know, like calibrating monitors, how to resize images correctly, uh, color space specs, this kind of thing. Um, so do you guys have a process in place to help support the photographers that are wanting to go from digital for real into selling product? Do you have some guides that you can share? Any tips on the website? Yeah. Do you sit with them? And what kind of way can you help these photographers transition from digital only to product? So we... That's like, it is the biggest challenge for a photographer moving into a, like from a bit of a hobby to more of a business is that transition to product. And I don't think you can actually make a real business unless product is a part of what you're doing. Um, I mean, I don't mean to be judgmental of those who are just doing digital only, but it makes a huge difference. But what it can sometimes do, because you need to be charging for these things mm -hmm. and it can be out the front to a person shopping, be a little bit scary. And it can mean you lose clients like, because people are just shopping, I just want the digitals. And you go, well, no, I'm, I'm actually about product and a bit more than that. But it's the part with which you start actually making good money out of your business. So it is a challenging thing. Seeing something physically printed is 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 a real challenge. So we have a an introductory service where we do um, some test prints. where For we, free. For free. That way you get, let's say, six images printed without correction, and then we will adjust them. Now, if we see there's a major problem with the work, We'll have that conversation with you straight away that you've got an issue with your screen or maybe a physical issue with your ability to perceive color um but look screen to print translation is is so difficult we sorry you're gonna say no, no, no what you what you don't want to do is you don't want to go i'm going to start offering product and then send us an order for a 400 print like I will see that every now and then they'll be like, I'm so excited to get my first print done. And they have done no printing and they send us an order for a $400 print and the file is a hot mess and, and we hopefully catch it before they print it. 
because that's devastating and then people never print again, right? What the first thing you want to do, and don't get scared by profiles, don't do, don't do, don't people will go, oh, self-proofing, don't self-proof, just leave it alone. All you have to do is send your files as you like look at them, go, oh, they look good, right? Send them off to the lab, whether it's us or someone else, get six by four luster silver halide traditional photographic prints get them back and have a look what do they look like is it what you were expecting is it not what you're expecting then call your lab call us or email and go ah, they look kind of weird what does this mean and then we'll talk to you about it yeah um, and so then, let's start with the worry of all of this drama because there's a lot of information on the website you could read yeah yeah it'll, it'll probably take you half an hour to read through our information on Cullen. we've tried to write it as simply as possible we cover monitor calibration and expectations and and all the color profiling software we cover all that stuff but the reality is if you don't have a problem to start with let's not make a problem yeah um but when you read that stuff after you're starting to feel there's a bit of problem you want to find a bit more and you start to get into a bit of difficulty that's when it's a one-on-one -on -one discussion of what we can do and we have several different levels of assistance from the front counter to our sort of technical officer to all the way to me. And yeah. um, I've done one-on-ones with people solving problems over Skype because most of our clients are remote. Um, we got equipment that we can recommend. Um, we can talk through how to use monitor calibration and get down to the root of the problem. Um, the main thing is that we have a great relationship with that and you understand what's going on and we can help you go for it because we don't want this problem. No. You don't want this problem. We want you buying from us and it and, being smooth. And because we see like every color of the rainbow every day and we see wild cropping with people's heads cut off and we see, you know, crazy midtones. Weird we, effects. We see all the weirdest stuff on the planet every day. So sometimes when somebody starts using us and then they have a problem with their file and they're like, we can't believe you didn't see this as a problem. And we'll be like, we would call people all day long if we had to call people going, there's a problem with your file because people send us some crazy crap, right? And and people call, people want all sorts of wild effects on their, on their work. So the key thing is communicating with us to say to us, look, this is the first time I've done this kind of print or it's the first time I've done any kind of print and the kind of vibe that I'm going for, I want it to be really soft and really pretty and I... I don't want the highlights to get all white and weird. So I'm really worried my files are too light or I really want dark and I want to like barely even see the bride's face or whatever it is, or the dog's face, whatever it is. Communicate with us so that we can work with you to achieve what you want. It might be that you're color correcting your images, you're doing your color work with a fuchsia pink wall in the background. Well, if you do that, you're probably going to have some weird color because when you're looking at the fuchsia pink behind your laptop, which you're not looking at, but it's in your, your it's in your vision, vision, then you're going to make different choices when you're looking at your screen. And that's a complicated conversation to have. And you may not even need to have it if you get your test prints back and you're loving it. Yeah. So just start at the test print, communicate with your lab. If it's us, if it's someone else, start with the test print. Go step by step. Don't panic if it looks terrible. It's just a test print. It costs you like five bucks maximum if someone's charging. It costs nothing. Come to us. But then you can actually go through what could be the problem. Mm -hmm. Great. And it sounds like to me that you are both and, and the whole team there at Atkins are 
totally used to dealing with new photographers. And so it doesn't matter if a photographer comes and they're not, uh, they haven't been to photography college, they're not trained, they don't actually know the right terminology because I know that can be scary. Like I don't want to call my lab and say, I don't want those the the white in the background because they don't know the correct terminology for it. It doesn't matter, does it? Because you already know. No, no. No one goes, I mean, there's a few, there are a few people that have had formal education, but it's very rare in the industry now. And most of our clients, Um, we used to have like five, 10 years ago, we would have had most of our work comes a few big clients, but nowadays most of our work comes from a lot of little clients. Yeah shooting shooting irregularly yeah and I think that's the reality of the industry Um, and all these people um, from seeing us to having worked with us after a couple of years it's a completely different world to them Um, they understand that the print stuff can be overcome any drama that you're worried about you can get over it's it's just a time and understanding and a patience thing and and, and a confidence thing we have new people all the time that have never done it before new to the industry new to us Um, We have a lot of women. I mean, the industry in general is very, very driven by women. Um, And, you know, and we have people who have had backgrounds in accounting or backgrounds in medicine or whatever. They've got no idea what they're doing with two thirds of the stuff. It used to be standard that people knew how to use Photoshop. Now there's oodles of photographers who never use Photoshop and just use Lightroom or vice versa. Don't know what the hell they're doing in Lightroom and they only use Photoshop. So, you know, there is no one standard now in terms of what people, what we expect people to know. So it doesn't matter if you know the correct terminology for the industry or not, just give you guys a call and you're going to help them out. Is that right? Absolutely. Let's get straight into products now. So yes. I just want to know, well, you actually already answered it, but which product do you see, particularly pet photographers, ordering the most of and yep. at what size? So I would say about 1114 inch. Oh, wow. uh, inch. And now that is 1114 inch is the print, print size. size. So the actual size of the frame is larger than that. And our most popular product would be a what we call an Anna package, which is basically a mat with a print and then we put an acrylic and then a frame. And actually, I think the most popular frame colour are our natural timbers. Mm-hmm. We find people who like animals tend to like nature and therefore they tend to like the natural timber frames more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And that particular product in that size for us is $155. Excellent. That was my exact next question, which is fantastic. So an 11 by 14 luster print framed, Mm -hmm. is it right? Framed with um, a white mat and then uh, whichever uh, frame you want. So most popular is the natural timber. It's $155 plus GST. No, including GST. Including GST. And you can ship it anywhere in the world. Yeah, so freight, that's not including freight. So yeah. freight will be, if it was in Australia, it would probably ship for a $40 freight um, or 15 Yeah, I want, to say, I want to say 40 but it could be less. Yeah. Well, anyway, overseas, we'd, um, we'd tackle that. We'd, like international shipping's at the moment a real drama. So chaos. we're not, when like you'd send, it, send us the order in, then we'd give you a call back with a price. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, so it's 155 Australian dollars. Um, just for the listener, if you're in Europe, I can tell you that's around about 105 ish euro. 
Um, and USD would be if you're like, in America, it's like five dollars. Yeah, nothing. You know, in Canada, it's the same one fifty-five probably. <laughs> anyway, um, price lists are available once you become a, a stated as a professional with Atkins. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Accessed by the website with a password into the website, then all the pricings on the website, and then you get a customer number and everything later on. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So they can double check in their their own pricing anyway. Um, but just for a rough idea. Okay, so we've ticked off uh, question five, how much is the product? And then, um, yes, you're right, Paul. My next question was, um, what is a recommended retail for the product or a suggested markup? Now I know you don't know the photographer's business. You don't know their cost of goods. You don't know how much they wanna earn every year. I got it. But if you're brand new to offering product, and you just want to make sure that you can pay for it and uh, and you've got a rough idea for a starting price, what would you be suggesting that they kind of start looking at the number of and then do their maths from there? For that frame, I would think somewhere between the three and $500 mark would be a reasonable price to sell it. And the way I would treat it is if you buy three of them, then it'd drop down a little bit of price. Sell it as a group, sell it as a, a package, or included in the, the the sitting cost, you know, you come to me and it's a hundred dollars towards a framed print yeah. at this size or something like that. I would I would also advise that just back on the on the earlier comment about um, using an online gallery system, that one of the most important things you can do with that is that you offer a really big fat uh, print credit. Mm -hmm. So when you say um, so you're going to do, you know, book the shoot, and that includes, say, a $200 print credit. What you're actually asking them to do is to get off their butts, go onto a website, log in, choose a password, um, place an order, and they're not going to do that for $50, mm -hmm. right? So you need a big, fat print credit. And so that's where you you do, you need to consider, if you have only put $200 on the price on the, markup. The, on the markup, they might buy one frame and you've made nothing. Yeah. Won't even cover the shipping. So you need to be careful from that perspective. But you also need to be careful, like thinking more broadly about your business. What is the, the cost of the shoot? And then what is the cost of the product? If you charge very little for the shoot, you must charge like a wounded bull bad reference for pet photographers for <laughs> the product. You just have to. It doesn't work any other way. Yeah, exactly. And that's why studios that charge $25 to get your face done and you have champagne and everything else, they then take a $100 product and they charge $1,000 for that product. They have to in order to recoup their money. So, okay. Like so that. you're su you're suggesting that, okay, if you're going to, do, going to do it that way, if you're the photographer that charges a small sitting fee or none at all, then you'll want to be looking at having a big margin on your products. But Definitely. if you want to offer or have your business structured the other way around, so you're yep. offering a higher sitting fee, but included in that sitting fee is a set print credit. So a credit towards product, then yeah. uh, you can have a lower margin on your product because you've already got enough money in your pocket to put food on your table from the sitting fee. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. You got it. And that varies. Like if you're a photographer who... You know, you do a shoot and you are you are doing a shoot that is like two hours long and then you spend 16 hours editing. Which would be very common for a pet photographer. <laughs> right. I see you. Oh, every um, photographer. If, you, if you're doing that, 
right? If you're doing that, you need to look at your hourly rate because if you're spending 16 hours shoot, you know, editing it and then everybody gets the files after all those glorious files that you spent 16 hours on um, and, and you know, you, you charge 200 bucks for the shoot. Yeah. You know, I'll hire you. I'll pay you 10 times that. <laughs> Come work for me. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's take this Anna frame, the 11 by 14 print that's in matted and framed. If you were the photographer and uh, you're photographing uh, pets for these people that we've been describing and you know that people are most likely wanting this print because it's the most common, what would you package it with? What would you be suggesting that the client also buy um, to accompany this uh, product? So if it was me, I would package it with a smaller frame a smaller thing so you might have that on the wall then you might have one on the coffee table or on the bedside table a smaller little frame I would package it with a small album like I think a small album like an eight by eight inch album or a seven by five we do a really lovely package that's a what we call a designer album which is great for people who are starting out and don't have any album design software um, and so we design it for you it comes in a little box it's engraved we have like preset design covers that you can pick from so you don't have to think about that and that's a beautiful thing because it's just a little thing so it's not like here's get this giant wedding album out for about our dog um you can just do a little thing of that of that pet and i think that sort of um makes sense you know the other thing you can do is you can do a, a sort of a collage on the wall so you could go look we do an 11 14 we do an 8 by 10 and we do a 7 by 5 and each one of them is different and then you get the gallery thing going yes um, that's another way of doing it. Um, and, and I think though, thinking about it practically from that perspective is a good way to do it. Yeah, I love that you went with what does the end goal look like rather than yes. starting at the start, you know, because that's also what, we, what we're trying to do with our clients, you know, like um, the first question I always asked my clients was, uh, how do you want to enjoy these images? Which room do you want to see them in when you walk in the house? Yes. And then yes. you can start seeing, oh, well, you want it in the dining table. I mean, above the dining table. Probably you don't want that shot with the slobber all hanging yeah. out then because you're eating your dinner watching that. Maybe that one's and a better then, way for the entrance when you first walk in the door and it's like makes you laugh when you're in a bad mood. You know, starting at this end really helps us decide, I think, on what the client needs. And the classic is like, if they do want it above the dining table, well, don't shoot it vertical right because you're probably not going to fit it to be in that you probably want it to be horizontal yeah. so thinking landscape about landscape rather than portrait. sorry yes so that 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 gives you a structure when you're shooting as well to have in mind mm -hmm. um the other thing i think is really important especially if you're new to product is that in your social media your website your facebook instagram all that stuff that you actually have photographs of your products yeah and and what i often suggest people do um as a really good starting point is if you go back through your catalog of, 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 of shoots that you've had with people and you can say to them, I'm doing a special, I'm going to do 50% off products, but there's a catch. I want to come and photograph the product in your house. So what that does is it enables you to reconnect with a client you haven't seen for a while. You're getting them to place an order for a shoot that they've already done. So that's like zero work for you. Um, you get to go and see them again and see the puppy again. You get to shoot them opening it and crying and the puppy gnawing on the corner and all of that, 
right? And so you've got all this collateral for your marketing images and you get to have on their wall, and this is the key thing with product, on their wall is an ad for you all day long in yeah. their life, right? And so every person that they get along with and you know if they're dog people, they have friends who are dog people. Um, and then and like really do shoot it properly, like have them holding the frame with the puppy under there, uh, within the frame as well or whatever. Like, you know how, you know how to, you, I don't have to tell you how to take a photo, but that's a really important way. Because if, if the only time that the client sees that you offer product is when they're in the door, then or, they're not prepared. They don't understand what's happening. Or on, or on the happening. back page of the website. So the, yeah. the, the just to clarify, if your Instagram feed, your Facebook feed has pictures of people receiving your product or your product looking nice in place, and be careful whose house you photograph it in. You know, you want a, a nice looking wall and a nice, and that will then show people that signal to them that they don't book you unless they're expecting product. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. It's planting some seeds, isn't it, for buying? And we talk yeah. about that a lot on the, the samples. Let's move to the next couple of questions, which are, which are about that. The first one is, do you offer a, a discount on yep. samples? 20% so discount. Sorry, say again. 20% discount on all sample products. Perfect. We do a subtle. That's two zero for 20. Two zero. Uh, we do a subtle like. Uh, sample not for resale on some items but it's on the like so if you've got a frame it's stamped on the back so it's not like it's sitting there in front of everybody freaking them out but yeah and we we offer that all the time non-stop perfect perfect so photographers just getting started offering product or at least or maybe they're switching uh suppliers for example um yeah. i know it can get expensive to do that um they've decided okay great uh this anna frame is what sells it's safe i'm going to start by offering that and maybe a small album as you suggested or a couple of desk options they can place their first order with you. Well, first they're going to order some test prints, get them back, they're happy with them. Then they'll order their sample and it's 20% off and it just has a little thing on the back. So they can put it yep. on there. Awesome. Yep. Um, are any other sort of samples required in order to get started with Atkins, like uh, paper samples or album swatches or this kind of thing? But the welcome pack is you get, you get your free prints. You get a paper pack. What that gives you is the paper sample pack gives you all of our papers and the same image printed on all those papers. So if you're like, oh, I don't know, do I want luster? Do I want master fine art? What's the difference between that and that art? Because they both have art in it, which seems like a good thing. Well, you've got pieces of paper. You can rub them. You can chew on them. You can do whatever you want with them. Um, and they're all tied up with a piece of silk and they're really lovely. Um, we also have in that pack... Um, uh, little um, samples of all of our frame colors so you can see all the colors that we offer and you can show that to your clients and then if you do do albums we have um, little album chips which we engrave your logo on and so that's all included in the welcome pack. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Cool. So all right to clarify my uh, pet photography always is shot let's pretend natural light. Um, I have yeah. pretty much all my shoots are in a park so there's always bright greens um i'm going to order my test print of an image that's one of those and that's going to come uh that's a free test print that's right yeah and that's coming on luster oh, no, so you're, luster. Going order six, right. you're going to order six of those so we offer no five of those oh i can't remember five, five or six five. and and five let's go with five so you're going to give us five files 
as and we're going to print them as six by fours. Now, what that does is it gives you a really good idea of what your images look like before we've touched them. Perfect. And we won't touch them, right? We don't touch them. You just get straight prints from those files. Now, what I recommend is send a black and white, yep. send a dark image, send a light image, send your worst image, send your best image. Yeah. Because often people will just send images that they really love. And that's really nice. And I'm glad you've got a really lovely image printed, but it doesn't tell you anything about your files and what the, the full gamut of colors might end up looking like. So yeah. like you might have your worst images like, you know, in the middle of the day and it's a white dog and it's under a tree and the dog is bloody green, which is a common problem, I imagine. Um, that that particular issue, send that, right? Send us that sample as a sample image because then you can see how your worst image is going to look in our printing and whether you need to do anything about it. Okay, great. And then they can always call you or send an email and say, look, I've always. got this image back. I'm not surprised, but it is green. How can I work it? Then um, I think we just have one last question left, which we've yes. covered very briefly. Um, but what is the very first step a photographer should take if they want to get started uh, with Atkins? Sign up on the website under apply on atkins.com.au. Uh, give us all your details. You'll get access to our price list. And the pro website. And yeah. the, pro, the pro website, which is where our price list is. And then have a little look. Feel super overwhelmed because there's 4,000 different uh, products that we offer. Ooh. And then you hit send and then you'll get access to the, to the price list and everything else. Then you'll get a range of emails that are automated that basically invite you to our Facebook group. Um, that invite you to order a welcome pack that and then a human person will also send you a few days later a customer number okay. once you've got the customer number you can download our ordering software and you can order till your heart's content and i want to add to what kate said because it's while it's not the first thing people generally get they see the pro website and start looking at the products and they go through and they get kind of excited and they think i've got to get do i have to get all of this so i think the secret to it all is we've mentioned the Anna package as, as one of our simple, basic things. I would find the thing that makes your heart sing yes. that we make and buy that, right, for your, and think about wrapping your business or your product range around the thing that makes your heart sing because yes. you will not be selling it then. You'll be, and, and get that of a print of a picture of something that you care about in your life, your puppy, um, and then and that's what you, that's what you show people yeah. and say, this is what I have and this is what I love. Mm -hmm. Don't you want what I have and love? Yeah. And mm -hmm. show it in your marketing, and that becomes you wrap your product range around what makes you happy. You know, I think I think emotion is really important. Obviously, that's what a lot of photography is really based on. Um, and I think having people um, buy something and live with it themselves and look at their beautiful puppy or their cat or their fish or whatever it is um, all day long. I think it's, I think it, it, it enables you, especially if you're someone who isn't super comfortable with hard pressure sales, you, you, you know, you, you fret a lot when you charge money, you don't, you kind of would do it for nothing if you could, you know, I think people like that. I think once you, you order it and you hold it in your arms and you put it on your wall and you live with it, it's really, really easy then to talk about why it's important. It's, it's, 
It's there's an Anna. That's an Anna. So that, that's, 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 that's not that's a little smaller than eleven forty. It's probably an eight by ten. Yeah. But that yeah. we sell so much of that. I think it's great advice, Paul. I know this um Erica package I ordered uh, for my mom from my sister's wedding, and she loves it. Um, the Maryland package is the one that makes my heart sing. So I love what you're suggesting. That's the one that I would be ordering, the Maryland package, because I That's love That's named after Paul's mum. I know. And Erica's named after my mum. I know. I know all these things. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys can't tell, I'm going to close this now. Um, <laughs> as you all know, I'm, I was a peptoropat in Adelaide for a bunch of years. And so, of course, uh, Paul and Kate were my local lab there. Um, Paul was, also, was always uh, and is always uh, super involved in the community and together you guys are always uh, the photography community and um, you guys are always looking out for all of us and, and helping the industry grow and we're so appreciative of that and I know now you're even taking the whole world by storm and you've got photographers all over the world now and no wonder because you're really pushing it with uh, your product range which is just like you're saying it separates us from from every other photographer, if you're offering a unique product like the mat that everybody just saw with Erica um, or, or your boxes or whatever it might be, your product range is unique because you've poured your heart and soul into it. That helps us because firstly, it makes our, I mean, it's a beautiful option for our work, but not just for our ego, it also helps us for our business because that sets us apart from our neighbor. So, I mean, you guys are pushing the entire industry by by doing this and we're so grateful for that and you're yeah. lovely you um, can come back every day <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much and thank you for joining us i think we've covered everything in detail um i know i've kept you guys for ages but you have so much such a wealth of uh, knowledge to share so yeah thank you for joining me oh well thank and you so much for having us you're you're doing wonderful things for the industry and we're we're so glad that they that pet photographers that, that do something so important are, are getting advice and, and gathering together and sharing ideas. I think it's really critical. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're definitely, um, we have seen exponential growth, our little uh, niche. And but thank you again. And uh, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.